Thanks for downloading this podcast. podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be rebroadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by searching iTunes for Radio Le Mans or visiting radiolemon.com. IMSA Radio, your route to American sports car racing. Good afternoon, everybody. It's a little after four o'clock in the UK on a bright but chilly spring afternoon. That's just after midday in Daytona, where we're waiting for an update from IMSA on the Mobile One 12 Hours of Sebring presented by Advance Auto Parts. Uh, That release coming out in a few moments time uh, joining us uh, on the line from Fort Lauderdale is Shay Adam good afternoon Shay hello and Nick Damon joins us as well our Formula One uh, correspondent as well this is all interlinked good afternoon uh, uh, good afternoon Nick how are you I'm good sir how are you very well thank you very well uh, it's uh, Already being announced by some sources, we're waiting for the press relief to come in uh, here uh, at uh, Radio Show Limited Towers. Let me give you some background. The FIAWEC, after President Trump's announcement on the travel ban from Europe uh, yesterday evening at US time, Uh, decided that it was impossible for them to get their staff and the teams across to Sebring and the FIAWEC had had no choice but to to cancel their event. Earlier on today, St. Pete's IndyCar at the weekend, the mayor deciding that would run behind closed doors. No general admission to that. And that event is still not yet out of the woods. Uh, A meeting going on in St. Petersburg at the moment that will decide the future of that. And closer to you, Shea Adam, uh, on the Sunday after we're expecting uh, Sebring to run, uh, already a cancellation of uh, an event down at Homestead. Correct. Uh, The NASCAR race, which was supposed to be running on the Sunday immediately following the 12 hours of Sebring. So there were quite a few people planning on driving from Sebring down to Homestead. That race has been postponed by the Miami-Dade County. This is not a decision that NASCAR made, but Mayor Carlos Jimenez uh, has canceled mass gatherings. And as a result of that, the NASCAR race, the Miami Open Tennis, the Miami-Dade Youth Fair, the 5K Run, and all major events at the American Airlines Arena, which is in downtown Miami, they have been canceled or postponed, suspending the operation of everything taking place in Miami-Dade County. It's important to note this because NASCAR has not said anything as to whether the race will be held, whether it will be held without fans, or whether it will just be canceled altogether. This race was moved from the end of the season in November when it's been the finale of NASCAR for at least the last decade. Now we don't know if it's going to take that place again. And as far as the Mobile One 12 Hours of Sebring presented by Advance Auto Parts, we can tell you that the decision has been made by IMSA uh, that the race which was scheduled to take place next Saturday uh, and one of the Blue Riband events of IMSA has been postponed until the 
second weekend in November. Uh, that then will be the final race of the season, 11th to the 14th of November 2020. The Alan J. 240 will also take place, uh, 120, excuse me, will also take place. That's the Michelin Pilot Challenge event, the Alan J. Automotive Network 120 and the IMSA Prototype Challenge, which was due to support the event next week. All becoming the season-ending race and the annual WeatherTech Night of Champions Award Banquet will take place on November the 15th at the 7 Sebring Raceway Hotel. Uh, uh, so all of those uh, championship awards will be held in conjunction with the Sebring Race event weekend. All admission tickets and parking will be honoured at the rescheduled International Raceway event. In a statement uh, released at noon Eastern, IMSA said the travel ban that was put into force uh, yesterday evening will prevent a number of drivers, teams and key personnel from participation on the original scheduled uh, date Shay come to you first there um, it's unfortunate but there are bigger things in play and what we have got is the opportunity still to have the race at the end of the season it changes the dynamic of the season but in some ways November Sebring we've been there before it's not the worst <laughs> thing that can happen no, it's it's far from it. And to be honest, it is the biggest sense of relief given the current situation. It's just not smart to have a massive gathering of people, as has been proven globally. So to do it in November, hopefully there will be a vaccine at that point. But we can't speculate as to what will be taking place in November. What we do know is that the odds are better that we'll be able to have a safe race come then. There's no mention of the super Sebring as it was, which that in itself is a whole different topic. Uh, But the fact that we can go on the weekend that was originally scheduled for the Encore, as you rightly say, we've been there two years running in November. Great weather, great opportunity. Um, And it means that the stakes are going to be even higher. We start the year with the Rolex 24 Daytona, which some people call the Super Bowl. And now we're finishing it with the Mobile One 12 Hours of Sebring, which, in my opinion, is my favorite race of the year. So it kind of works out nicely that we're bookending with phenomenal races. Uh, And what it uh, yes, uh, what it means as well is we'll get Petit Le Mans, the 10 hours of Petit, Sebring, Daytona, and then the next Sebring, all in less than six months. <laughs> so you hadn't thought of that, cool. had you? Well, I hadn't. Um, I, I do really like the idea of that. That's a lot of racing all in the span of a few months with a very short off-season in between. Um, but what I, I do really appreciate about this is the fact that Thought has already put into this being the final race of the season. They've already mentioned the banquet that the Night of Champions will place on Sunday as usual status quo um it will be in another former chateau elon now known as hotel seven mm-hmm. so they have prepared for every situation for every question that people would ask the only thing that i'm a little bit worried about is we had 37 cars that we talked about in great detail on midweek motorsport this week gone by how many of those teams though will not be available to come back and run in November because they had scheduled to run the North American endurance championship or as it's known now the Michelin endurance cup, that's going to present a little bit of an issue because they might not have a car available in November, but in the grand scheme of things, it's the best situation that we could have hoped for. The race isn't canceled. It is still going to happen. Yeah. I like, I like that. I like that. Nick Damon uh, is 
uh, on the line as well. We'll talk Formula One uh, in a moment. Uh, really no option here for IMSA, um, given the travel restrictions, or indeed for the ACO and the, the FIAWEC, Nick, given the travel restrictions that have been placed uh, on people coming from the Schengen area by the US government. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's unfortunate, um, but once uh, that travel ban was announced, there was, you know, the world of sports car racing, world of motor racing, is incredibly interconnected. And there are so many drivers and team personnel who race in what is, you know, theoretically a national series, in but obviously a high-quality, high high-class national series, who just wouldn't be able to get there. They wouldn't be out there yet. They couldn't fly. There's 27 countries uh, in Europe you can't fly from. You aren't allowed to fly from France to the UK and then fly from there. They'll be wise to that one. And it would just be unfair to have um, people, um, you know, unable to get their full complement of engineers um, and uh, drivers. And interesting, the weekend it's being postponed to is the same weekend as the Kota MotoGP has been postponed to. It's a big weekend of sport in America. I, I noticed sport. I noticed that. So MotoGP and still at the moment the Creventic uh, 24 <laughs> running on the same track at the same time, uh, as well as the Sebring 12 hours. I suggest that the uh, that the Creventic race might be moving. So I, the, I'm 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 not. This is not official, but I'm just saying, if the Creventic race was to move one week earlier in the car- calendar, because I don't think they can go much further back, because of getting the cars back to Europe and, in fact, the Middle East for their new Yas Marina six-hour race and then the Dubai 24. There is a possibility here, Nick, of a fantastic doubleheader for endurance fans. Austin for a 24-hour race and then down to Sebring for the 12. Cracking. No, I, I, it, it, I, you know, it, it is a very, very difficult situation at the moment for motorsport and, and, and globally. But it does seem with races being a bit different from football championships, which have to start again, you know, races being movable, we're going to have hopefully um, the, the very necessary dearth of entertainment we're going to have between now and probably May or June will be made up for by a bumper September, October and November. Um, the, the potential here then, share with the news, uh, if you are just catching up to us uh, here on the Radio Show Limited net, uh, net network of uh, channels that the uh, Mobile One 12 Hours of Sebring presented by Advanced Auto Park postponed, postponed until uh, November the 11th to 14th with the Knight of Champions on the 15th and the two support series, the IPC, the IMSA Prototype Challenge and the Michelin Pilot Challenge also moving to that date as uh, their end of season events for the whole of those three major uh, championship. We have for the WeatherTech Sports Car Championships here the potential of moving from our longest race of the season, the Rolex 24 Daytona, to Long Beach in our shortest. Now I've just done a little bit of um, calculating, and I did have to take my shoes and socks off. The 30 days—it's not a pleasant sight in the studio here. The 30 days. Uh, which the Schengen ban is on at the moment, would allow people from Europe to get to Long Beach as it stands right now if it's not extended. Yes, I believe it. it is a four-day buffer, potentially, between when the ban ends and when the first track action is for the Long Beach Grand Prix. But it means that we are going from very different... And this also applies to the Michelin Pilot Challenge, but I'll get there in a second. For... Daytona to Long Beach, you're going from a an oval, uh, a roval, in effect, course, 24-hour race to a 100-minute, just under two-mile street course, 
lots of stopping and starting, lots of accelerating, the tightest corner on the track. It's a very different setup than what people would have expected going into Sebring next. And to be honest, I feel that the teams, and there have been many of them, we've talked about it, more than 25 uh, cars have gone and tested at Sebring in preparation for the mobile in 12 hours. You only have a number of test days per year. I kind of feel like the teams should be given back their test days that they ran at Sebring because that's no longer useful information to them. Mm. But the other part of that is Michelin Pilot Challenge. They're coming from Daytona. Their next race is first week of may that is a massive gap between january and may and they go from daytona to mid ohio again two circuits that are very different from one another it's going to be a real challenge for anybody to keep up any sort of momentum this year just because of those long gaps yeah that's absolutely true and there's going to be a lot of people uh kicking their heels so confirmation then the mobile one 12 hours of sebring presented by advanced auto parks postponed to november the 11th to the 14th that in the wake of course of the fia world endurance championship cancelling the 1000 mile race all due to the new travel restrictions that ban travel for schengen area nationals that's eu and or any foreign national actually who have been in the schengen area of europe within the last 14 days so the situation there meaning that key members of staff uh, officials and team members as well as drivers wouldn't be able to travel uh, 26 european nations although not the uk or ireland the british isles uh, are not uh, in involved in that uh, ireland getting a pass as well for being i guess offshore europe uh, that all goes into effect uh, on friday at a minute before midnight and lasts for 30 days that's the situation at the moment i suspect this will not be the only series we'll be talking about there's some confusion at the moment nick about the weekend's grand prix at melbourne uh, depending who you talk to or at least who you listen to it's either on or it's off it's schrodinger's grand prix at the moment <laughs> yeah well quarter past four uk time um obviously that's you know three in the morning um or so in australia time the big news obviously i just we woke up to was that mclaren have uh, had to withdraw and unfortunately one of their team members has tested positive for corona covid19 um there has since been a very long meeting between all the key stakeholders the, the nine other team principals the organizers and fia and um liberty um, coming out of that is um, a distinct lack of clarity. Um, one major media organisation is saying it's off. One major media organisation is saying it's on. Uh, it's still on. Um, a, second, a second media organisation who, frankly, you could ignore is also saying it's off. Um, it's, it's, it, I don't actually think this is bad communication, to be honest. You have to remember that it's three in the morning in Australia. They're, yeah. they're going to produce a press release. It's going to be at eight o'clock. Australian time, uh, which is, you know, which will still be before the end of the day um, here and obviously right in the middle of the day in the US. So it's it's, it's swirling around. And I mean, I, I personally don't think it should be, it should carry on just because one of the teams isn't, isn't able to take part. Well, this is this is McLaren. McLaren and Haas both had team members tested and uh, one McLaren a team member has come back positive for the coronavirus. They've decided that on grounds of safety, they will not take part. I'm led to believe, and again, uh, uh, this is from a number of different sources, that the two Haas 
uh, team members were negative, tested negative for coronavirus. Now, a lot of people saying that it's got to be stopped because of what Ross Braun said, that if one team can't take place, take part, then it can't happen. But this is a very different situation. This is McLaren choosing not to compete. It's yeah. not as if they've been banned from travelling to the country. And in fact, the reporting on Ross, what Ross Braun said was appalling uh, and uh, in fact, totally wrong in some respects he talked about the possibility of non-championship races there is still the option of running races uh, with not the full complement of teams but then having dropped scores Uh, again we've talked about this in the past Nick Um, there's a certain amount of cars that have to be there to fulfill the TV uh, contract and there's a certain amount of races that have to take place to make the championship live over the year yeah, it's uh, 16 cars after the be there and 16 races, I believe. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's a confused situation. We're all in uncharted territory. Um, and, and it, unfortunately, as much as Lewis Hamilton said yesterday, uh, it does all come down to, to hard cash, money talks. And, and, and depending who blinks first depends who has to pay. So if F if, uh, if F1 call it if Liberty call it off, they've got it, they they stand the cash. If the FIA call it off, they stand the money. If the organisers of the Australian Grand Prix call it off, they stand them. All the, all their insurance companies do, obviously. Mm. And that's why people aren't just are, are sitting around because it's not you know it's it's. It's not like, for example, Siri, which can rearrange and keep the tickets available for November. I know there's a, there is a, obviously a financial hit in moving it, but it's of a significant less amount because you call off the Australian Grand Prix, there's no way they're going to be able to fit it back in the, in the schedule again. No. That's it, gone for a year, you've lost all the money. So that's the problem. Whether it's a problem we should be considering in the current climate, not so sure. But obviously, as we know, we live in the world where money does talk and, and yeah, it's it's you know, who it, knows? It much, doesn't much, much, talk. It shouts in Formula One. Yes. Right? Yeah. Uh, Bahrain next behind closed doors. Uh, yeah. And and then we're off, allegedly, in Formula no. One terms, to uh, Vietnam, which has the same promoter as Australia. Uh, as it stands at the moment, could we be looking at the first Grand Prix being the Dutch Grand Prix? Although I hear, and I'm, I'm grateful to Marco Barnsvard, uh, our becoming our our Dutch correspondent, our Netherlands correspondent there. The government has just tightened uh, restrictions on public gatherings, uh, anything with more than 100 people present, movie theatres, museums, sporting events, including racing, uh, all being stopped. Anyone who is who can is being urged to work at home in the slightest throat or nose discomfort, stay at home and report. Now, those those restrictions going on till the 31st of March at the very least, that's going to make it very tight for the Grand Prix, which is the first... No, it's the first week of May, not the first week of April. Right, OK. Yes, good Quite point. Week. Good the point. First week of, I mean, just talk about the Grand Prix, I can't see Vietnam happening unless the situation improves dramatically. However, if everyone decides, apart from um, people in McLaren, everyone else is clean and they then fly directly to a behind-closed-doors Bahrain race and they test everyone... I don't have an issue with that one going ahead, to be honest, um, because as long as McLaren have enough um, you know, team personnel to take part in it professionally and properly, um, that's fine. So, I mean, realistically, I think they should, they, they should probably have the first round in Bahrain and then we'll have a nice long break until this is the, the peak of this is eased back again, which may be, may be um, uh, Zandvoort. You know, that's, we, we just don't know. Might be able to put some races back during the time that they thought the Olympics might be happening. Um but that's right, a little they, bit they further can. ahead. You know, the point about it is this is this is a big, big thing 
They do have weeks over the summer break. The summer break is written in stone, but can be changed if mm. the teams agree. Point. Now, and, and you say, okay, well, the summer break's there for a reason. But obviously, if people have had the first four months of the season off is the wrong word, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. If it's not been so intense and it is force majeure, I'm sure you could ping at least one in there if, you know, it, it, yeah, but again, it takes, it takes a lot of agreement, which perhaps there might be in this situation. A uh, number of people tweeting in uh, at IMSA Radio and at Beckertainment, of course. Rob Hurley, disappointing. Wish the WEC could find a race with IMSA in November. Uh, Andy saying, looking forward to this race. Have been looking forward to this, given the current situation. Sad to say, but this is for the best. It's going to be a fantastic few weeks. A lot of people saying that their livers might not be able to cook. But by the time we get towards the end of the season, if we have a run of races uh, in, uh, in the warm state, uh, in Florida uh, in the winter. Let's go back to, thank you Nick for the moment, uh, all still a little bit of speculation on the uh, Formula 1 front. What we can say is the Mobile One 12 Hours of Sebring has been postponed to the week of November the 11th to the 14th along with the two uh, other IMSA championships that were due to run with it next week. Uh, that will then make it their final rounds of the season. We'd already heard the WEC round at Sebring had been cancelled uh, that yet to be uh, that uh, race yet to be rescheduled uh, the final word I think share is what now for IMSA and for sport in general do do we think Long Beach is under threat is it just too soon to say it just about falls outside that 30 days travel restriction that has caused the problem for these races uh, at Sebring but is it is it just too soon to say, given the, the situation is so fluid in the US with cases mounting up? And, of course, with the US having done so few tests on people, less tests in the States than most countries are doing in a day. It's going to be one of those situations that's very much something we need to keep on top of, John, because it is too far out to know at this point in time, as we sit here right now, we still don't know if the St. Petersburg race, yes. which is set, uh, cars were set to be on track 20 minutes ago. They are on a hold because we still don't know if that event will be allowed to continue. And, and just, it's I mean, just that's a shared event, Shay. So very much, the, very much the fate of IMSA there is not necessarily totally in their own hands for the Long Beach Grand Prix. No, and, and that's why I bring up St. Petersburg, because that, again, is a shared is there. World Challenge, whatever uh, iteration it's referred to as now, they are also there. It's going to be the same situation when we get to Long Beach. So IndyCar, IMSA, although, albeit with our three main classes, will be at Long Beach. Uh, we've got the stadium super drifting. There are a lot of different paddocks that share space when we get to Long Beach. Yeah. And it will be a situation where health and safety is taken into it well before anybody travels out there, unlike what's happened right now. And also to say we still don't know if NASCAR is going to be taking place this weekend in Atlanta. So there's a lot of decision making to be done now, let alone in a month's time when we're focusing on our next big event. I'm cautious about booking my ticket to uh, Long Beach but to be honest, I think I would rather have the ticket and not need it than need the ticket and not have it, if you understand what I mean. Yeah. Um, so it's it's an interesting fluid situation. 
Atlanta NASCAR this weekend hasn't had a decision yet. They're still working on the the CDC, the uh, Centre for Disease Control, uh, to come in. Uh, Just a final point on this from a European perspective. The European Centre for uh, Disease Control says containing uh, coronavirus, this came out just under an hour ago, uh, containing coronavirus uh, on a European level uh, and beyond is no longer feasible, recommending suspension of mass gathering, social distancing measures at workplaces and measures in uh, measures in closure of schools. And a reminder that St. Pete's event, uh, that w- was supposed to be cars on track uh, some 25 minutes ago. So the uncertainty among among many sports around the world and even within motorsport continues, uh, particularly with Formula One and ongoing events and the IndyCar at St. Pete's this weekend. Uh, what we can tell you is that the World Rally Championship in Mexico is still going on. We'll be talking about that on a midweek motorsport, which is reinstituted into our broadcast schedule next week at the usual time, which will be at four o'clock in the US and eight o'clock in the UK. That will be over on our S1. And a final reminder of the big story of the day and why we've come live uh, this Thursday afternoon. The Mobile One 12 Hours of Sebring postponed until November the 11th to the 14th. That decision made by IMSA after the FIA World Endurance Championship 2 cancelled its 1,000-mile race, all down to the new travel restrictions put in place by President Trump in an address from the Oval Office to the nation yesterday evening uh, on uh, Wednesday uh, evening uh, this week. The travel ban is set to uh, prevent... Uh, foreign nationals or indeed anyone who has been in the Schengen area of Europe in the last 14 days before travel uh, to stop them coming in to the US. 26 European nations involved, not the UK and Ireland, goes into effect 11.59 on Friday, lasting for 30 Days. The new, new rescheduled race will become the season-ending event of the WeatherTech Sports Car Championship as well as the Michelin Pilot tra- Challenge and the IMSA Prototype Challenge with the Night of Champions taking place on the 15th at the Sebring, uh, the 7 Sebring Raceway Hotel. Uh, that is November the 15th. And what we can say is that we'll be there to cover the racing in November. If you can join us for them, as all tickets will be on it, we hope you can. This has been a special update from the Radio Show Limited network of channels. My thanks to executive producer Tim Gray up in London, to Nick Damon, our Formula One correspondent, and to our US correspondent, Shea Adam. I'm John Hindhoff. Thanks for joining us. This programme is a Radio Show Limited production. Tell your friends there's more at RadioLeMond.com.